This is the All Candidates Podcast, brought to you by Spruce Tree Media and the Kitimat Chamber of Commerce. This podcast is about getting to know the candidates that will potentially form the next District of Kitimat Council. Each candidate has the opportunity to sit down with me and talk about themselves, their plans, and platform. Each candidate is asked the same questions, and their answers are unedited. I'm your host, Devin Wall. On this episode, I'm talking with Chelsea Boston-Smith. This is uh, Chelsea's first time running for a municipal councillor position. Chelsea, thank you for joining me on this episode. Tell me a little bit about yourself. Um, Where did you grow up? Uh, How long have you been in Kitimat? For sure. I was more or less born and raised in Kitimat. I was born here. I grew up in Stewart till I was about six. And my parents made the move to Kitimat at that time. So I've been here more or less ever since. I moved away briefly at 17 out to Toronto came back two years later, and that's when I kind of settled down, opened my business, met my partner, and from there have created my life here now. So we'll be here to stay, I think, for a while. But yeah, no, so more or less my whole life I've been in the North anyway. Excellent. Now, what uh, motivated you to enter the election this year? I have been thinking about it for a little while. I would say the last couple of years, obviously, Claire was a huge inspiration for me when she first ran for council. She was a young woman. I've always looked up to that. I think we need more of that on council. So that was definitely one of my bigger motivations. On top of that, just my love for the community. I've really grown to appreciate where I've grown up and lived most of my life. It was definitely a wake-up call going out to the city and realizing how good we really do have it up here and just the lifestyle that I want to live. Yeah, other than that, I mean, obviously being a business owner, I've, you know, had my trials and struggles over the years, kind of dealing and going through hurdles with the district, not to anybody's fault, but I think just it's kind of motivated me to maybe bring my voice and my kind of mindset to the table to hopefully help other business owners navigate through that. Excellent. So now you alluded a little bit about um, some small business issues. So what do you think are the biggest barriers and struggles in the community? From my opinion and my perspective only, I definitely struggled a little bit just finding a space, first of all, to open my small business in. It wasn't really a feasible thing for me to do at the time. Again, I was super young. Um, I was having a baby, so I needed something that I could afford, something that I could do on my own, manage on my own. I found there really wasn't anything for me. So I ended up kind of having to go my own route, kind of find some loopholes and kind of navigate through some red tape, a few bylaws that were a little bit of a struggle for me to work through. I ended up opening my salon on my property. I had to kind of go through some loopholes to kind of make that happen at the time. At the time, you weren't able to have a freestanding building that you operated a business out of on your personal property. So I actually ended up opening a trailer. They've changed that bylaw since, (laughs) conveniently enough. (laughs) So at the time, it maybe would have made my life a little bit easier not having those hurdles to jump through. And then I just find a lot of the small business incentives and the direction, I guess, that council or the district uh, goes in regards to support for small businesses doesn't really include home business. And I feel like I'm sure in your next questions, I'll kind of touch on that a bit more. I've definitely felt... And I think a lot of other smaller business owners or home business owners have felt we kind of get left in the dust in that sense. And we would love to be able to eventually expand, go to that downtown core, be able to open up our shops. But unfortunately, because it was unfeasible for us, kind of are stuck in that kind of not a rut because it's not a bad thing to have a home business. But I feel 
I'm a little bit stuck now where I don't have a lot of incentive to be able to grow my business into something a bit bigger, right, which right. I think I would be kind of bringing that perspective to the table to maybe open up those supports to those smaller businesses. Cause I mean, at the end of the day, we are the backbone of this community. And I think it's beneficial to invest in all sizes of those businesses in order to see them grow. And then in turn, be able to see our, our town grow and, and just be a little bit more attractive in, in that downtown area or those more commercial spaces. Right. Definitely. Now, now you talk about downtown. So now do you feel that downtown Kitimat is healthy and successful or do you Uh, think it could be? I think it can be. I think maybe it's not being used to its full potential right now. I think a lot of us do feel that way, but I understand. I do understand the hurdles the district kind of does go through with that. Obviously there is a lack of space for businesses to open in and there are a lot of things are privately owned and there, you know, we can't have a lot of say in that. So I think there is potential. It's a matter of policy. How do we rework these policies or these incentives to attract people like myself to be able to afford to go into locations like that and be able to open up and make our downtown core thrive? Tourism is a huge thing. I don't think we capitalize on that enough whatsoever. I feel like if we did maybe put a little bit more focus on that, naturally we would see a healthier downtown core come about. Again, how we do that and Maybe the hurdles or the things that council or the district can't control may be contributing to that. I'm not 100% sure, but from my perspective, I feel like there are little things that we could be doing that maybe would, like I said, in turn benefit the health of our downtown. Definitely. So now what should um, council be focusing on? What do you think the community feels the council should be focusing on? I definitely, I'm a big one for me is long-term economic growth. Um, And I'm talking long-term, looking at what we can do now to bring those next projects in, those next investments, not just worrying about what we have going on right now. And then, you know, coming to the end of that and being like, oh, what do we do now? Like, let's start thinking about the future. How do we keep that economic growth keep going instead of constantly busting like that boom and bust cycle that we go through that we're known for up here. There's no reason for that. We should be able to keep that going, keep growing and expand as a community. We're in a prime location. Obviously we have great industry already. How do we keep that healthy and how do we keep that yeah, continuously growing? I think that should be a big focus for us. And again, looking at the future, not waiting until it's, you know, okay, what do we do now? Other than that, I would say, again, yeah, attracting investment, whether it be industry, small business, tourism, we need to find ways to keep people here, attract them here, make them want to be here, open their businesses here, move here, not just come and go. The other thing I think this is kind of a, a touchy one because it's not something that's necessarily within municipal politics, but I really hope that we can advocate more for investment in our public services, whether it be our healthcare system, our fire and ambulance. You have a fire department that is <laughs> decrepit and we have a fire service that is completely overworked and understaffed and they don't even have a proper facility to operate out of. And we wonder, you know, why things are the way they are. And again, there's certain things that are provincial issues, federal issues, but us as counselors, we should be able to utilize our position to reach those higher ups and be able to advocate for what we are severely. Right. Definitely. So now if elected um, as a counselor, what does your four-year term look like? With that, I do want to be realistic in the sense that I'm somebody coming into this knowing 
I can't expect that I'm going to change the world. There are six other people that I need to be able to work with that we need to be on the same page on. And I can't say, oh, I can do this and I'm going to do this and I'm going to promise that because that's just not realistic. I have to be able to bring what I need to the table, hopefully have a council that I can work great with that we can all, you know, see eye to eye with and then be able to move forward and make proper decisions in those four years. So this, I'm saying this with a grain of salt because I know that it's not always realistic to think that something can happen that quickly, but I do plan to bring mainly a level-headed and a realistic approach to the table when it comes to policies, financials, where our taxpayers' dollars are going. I want to see it benefit our taxpayers as one, as all of us are. And I really want to, again, use my position to reach upper levels of government. To I want to focus mainly on our health system, um, mental health services, addiction services. I mean, I think we've all felt in the last at least year, the amount of suicides we've had in town, it's been astronomical. And as a small community, we feel that. And honestly, it may not be everything, but it truly does come down to the lack of services and resources that we have, not to anybody's fault. The nurses are completely overworked and overrun, just like our medics are. So when you know you are reaching out to what you think is your, should be your outlet, their hands are tied. They can't help any more people than they already are. They don't have the space for you. They don't have the resources for you. And it, it's really sad. And I think that we kind of get forgotten up here in Kitimat as a municipality. Yes, we have industry. Yes, we have our scenery and our, our beautiful surroundings. But when it actually comes to the service that we have in, services that we have in Kitimat, we're severely lacking. And Again, as much as that may not be necessarily a municipal issue, I do hope that as a council, we can maybe put a little more focus on, again, advocating for that. Right, right, exactly. So you talked about economic development, getting rid of that kind of boom bust. Mm -hmm. Where do you see Kitimat in 10 years? Ideally, I'd like to see it just growing, again, breaking that cycle, that boom and breast cycle. And how do we plan now for that? I'm not going to lie. I don't know. Do we have things on the horizon? Are industries coming to us? Are people coming to us? Is there investment waiting on the sidelines? That's something I'll find out, obviously, if I were to be elected. I don't know the logistics of that. But if we do, let's look at it now and let's see what we can do. I'm all for industry. I'm all for economic growth. But Obviously, as long as they're doing it properly, as long as we do have the consent of everybody in the community, um, as long as, you know, the environmental impacts are being thought about, we can do it in a very sustainable way. So we should be looking for those next projects or at least trying to bring them here or bring attention to our community. Again, I'm not going to be naive. I don't know if there is that. I feel like there is. I have some inklings that there is things on the horizon. So I would just like to see, you know, 10 years down the road, we're, we're a sustainable community that we, our economy is booming, whether it's industrial, whether it's small business, whether it's tourism. I want to see, you know, our infrastructure updated, well utilized. There's a lot of things that are sitting that maybe could be looked at in a different way and, and you know, approached differently that would make a huge benefit to our community, one, to attract people, but also for the benefit of our locals and the people paying for it. So yeah, in 10 years, I mean, ideally that's where we'd be. It's just a matter of, we can't wait till that 10 year mark. We need to think about that now. So whatever we can do in the interim to plan for what's going to be next, ideally in 10 years, yeah, we'll hopefully break that cycle of that, that bust and boom that 
I think most of us have witnessed several times over in our lifetime living right, here. Definitely. <laughs> definitely. Awesome. Well, thank you very much for uh, coming and talking thank with you. me today. I definitely appreciate it. Good luck with your campaign and uh, we look forward to uh, seeing what the future brings for you. Awesome. Thank you so much. Thank you.